All right, so this is gonna be one of those episodes that I expect to completely bomb in terms of just viewership, popularity, all of that. I don't expect this one to be gigantic. And if it does, if it gets that way, it's gonna completely blow me away. Because I'm not, I didn't put this together to play to the algorithms. I didn't put this together to play to known appeals. This is just, if you are in my core audience, this is something that is going to be immensely valuable to you if you get it and you apply it. And so that's why I'm putting this together, not so that I can appease the algorithms and get a million viewers, but so that the people who do view this get a ton of value out of it. So with that, let's dive in. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, before I dive into the content, a couple things. The first thing is I, I have to acknowledge that in that opening, I'm looking straight at my webcam as I'm recording this. And so I, I, I'm not giving any love to the podcast listeners, but if you listen to Breakthrough Marketing Secrets on podcast, this is just as much uh, for you and for the value you're going to get as it is for the people who watch and see my face on YouTube. So it's not just about viewing, it's about listening, it's about getting the lesson and applying it. And the second thing that I want to cover before I dive into the content is today's sponsor, as always, is me. Uh, in this case, I want to point you towards small work, big productivity. Now, I've been beating up this training a lot because honestly, like if you don't do this one thing, if you don't actually go out there and get the work done, it doesn't matter what other kind of marketing or business or entrepreneurship or copywriting advice I can give you. If you're not out there doing the work, you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. And so my small, my course, Small Work, Big Productivity is all about that. Check that out. The link is in the description. Also, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Give me that love so that the magical algorithms of the internet know to share this with more people like you. And so you'll get more content like this delivered to you on a regular basis. And by the way, if you're not on my email list, go ahead and uh, click the link in the description to subscribe to Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. You'll get episode notifications plus more exclusive content for email subscribers. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the content that I expect to bomb. <laughs> uh, let's talk about descriptive versus prescriptive productivity. Now, this is language that I actually got from a billionaire. Uh, Bill Bonner is a billionaire, as far as I know, as far as I understand, a billionaire entrepreneur, and he got to be an entrepreneur by being a copywriter. He launched the Agora Publishing Empire, with a sales letter by, by starting as a copywriter and he's built the entire business on the back of direct response advertising. And he didn't specifically talk about descriptive versus prescriptive productivity. He talked about descriptive versus prescriptive grammar at a, uh, at a copywriting conference. So he gave the speech and he talked about how you know, when we go through, for example, like middle school, high school, et cetera, and we learn how to write and we learn how to speak, we are taught grammar from a typically from a prescriptive uh, perspective, which is this is how you should structure sentences. This is how you should talk. This is how you should write. This is and it is it is very much like top down. Follow these rules in order to be successful. And what he said is that as copywriters, oftentimes we need to unlearn 
the prescriptive components of grammar because people don't speak necessarily in the ways that the prescriptive grammarians want us to speak. And it is much more effective for us as copywriters, marketers, as persuaders, as communicators to learn descriptive grammar. And that is, how do people actually talk? How do people actually write? How do people actually communicate? Regardless of any rules, throw the rules out the window. Okay, some of the rules help us actually communicate coherently, right? And those rules are important. But once you've learned the rules, you don't need to follow them. Uh, certainly not like line by line, letter by letter. It is, uh, it is far more valuable in terms of actual impact of your communication to speak like your audience speaks, to communicate like they communicate, to write like they speak, so that it feels like one human being talking to another. And so many times the people who apply prescriptive grammar are actually writing like robots. They're writing like, I don't know, they're writing like academicians. Is that even the right word? Uh, like somebody who's been in academics their entire life. They're writing like people who their their language is just full of pretense. And it, in a way, uh, by by example, I guess, is talking down to the audience versus somebody who just writes to communicate. Well, I mean, that's what that's what uh, a descriptive writer is. Anyways, that's a that's a long tangent into the main topic of today's episode, which is descriptive versus prescriptive, not grammar, but productivity. The same lesson can be applied to your own productivity. So uh, what do I mean? So many productivity systems focus on helping us achieve more by telling us exactly what we need to do. And to some degree, uh, that's that's kind of what I've done with small work, big productivity. But there's a little hack in there. There's a little hack in there. And I want to give you an example. So my daughter, who's seven, almost eight, um, she has some responsibilities after school, things she has to get done, like spelling and homework and um, all that stuff, right? And uh, what we were finding was that she was basically filling the entire evening from the end of the school day until bedtime with these responsibilities plus dinner. And it wasn't very pleasant for her. It wasn't very pleasant for anybody. And um, she wanted to participate in different after-school activities that were actually going to take away some of that time. So she had to show us that she was able to get her responsibilities done a little bit quicker. And it wasn't an unrealistic expectation or anything. And we had told her, you know, prescriptive productivity. We had told her, you got to get this done faster. You got to get this. And it wasn't working. So then I decided to try something different. I've become a little bit of a spreadsheet nerd, tracking things like my workout and things like that. And I said, what if I created like a, a spreadsheet that she could fill out line by line that was attractive and exciting to use and where she could actually uh, time how long the different things were taking. And the goal was not necessarily to get specific things done in a specific length of time. One of the things we talked about was, oh, you have 20 minutes to do this, go. You have 20 minutes to do this, go. And that's prescriptive, not descriptive. Instead, I said, like, what if we just figure out how long everything takes? And we'll figure out, right? And so grab a timer and you can fill it in. And I asked her, what color do you want the squares to be that you have to fill in? And she said, rainbow. And so I, I said, well, uh, there's not a rainbow color. But then I figured out based on the number of columns, I could create a rainbow across the spreadsheet and she could fill in like, you know, all the colors, right? And, and she started using it and it fit her personality too, right? But she actually really loved using it. And so she 
takes the timer around and she does her homework and she times how long it takes and she does her spelling and she times how long it takes and she does all these things that she has to do and she like fills in the spreadsheet and is excited about it. And so instead of t saying, this is how long everything needs, this is how long you have to get everything done, it's these are the things we know we need to get done during this time period. How long are they gonna take? So it's descriptive versus prescriptive productivity. And honestly, she started getting things done very fast, faster than we expected, faster than we hoped, faster than the constraints that would require her to be able to do these after school activities. So now she's got all these new fun things that she's able to do after school because she is regularly able to achieve the things that she needs to achieve. She's regularly able to get those things done in the time allotment necessary. And it worked. It worked really well and she wants to keep using it. So it's awesome, right? I do the same thing. I haven't always been great about it. Sometimes I'm great, sometimes I'm not. Um, but right now, I actually have a timer running on my computer that is measuring how long it's taking me to actually record and produce and gather the content and everything for this episode. And I, I do have, I did have a specific time of day during which I expected to get it done. But it's not like I said, okay, like I have an hour and go, and it has to fit exactly within this hour. Instead, it's, okay, like these are the things that I need to get done this morning. These are the things I need to get done this afternoon. And how long do they actually take? And the surprising thing that happens is a lot of times things actually get done faster. Uh, when, you, when you take this descriptive approach versus the prescriptive approach. Because rather than this idea of like, uh, I'm going to get this done in an hour, which uh, if you know anything about Parkinson's law, it's that work will expand or contract to fill the time that you give it. And so, for example, going back to my daughter, like if she has all evening to finish her responsibilities, the responsibilities filled the entire evening. But if instead you kind of hack Parkinson's law and you say, well, how much, how quickly can I get this done? If I, if I just want to get it done, how quickly will I get it done if I just stay focused, right? And having that timer running does help you stay focused. And having, in my case, it's the toggle timer on my desktop. So I have a to-do list in Workflowy and I have the toggle timer. And when it's time to actually start the task, I enter it into the toggle and I say, go. And I'm just tracking how much time it takes. And then I don't have to be, um, I don't have to feel shame or all these negative emotions around, oh, I didn't get it done in exactly in an hour or half hour or whatever I expected it to take. Instead, it's just like, oh, I did it. It's done. And that's how long it took. Cool. Awesome. And my small work, big productivity program, it, it actually teaches like this is one kind of uh, bullet point in the way that that entire program is taught. So you actually plan, like you break down the project that you want to get done. For example, I have, I have a, a campaign coming up um, and I have a bunch of different components for it. Well, I broke down all the things that I need to get done and I even put time estimates of how long I expected them to take. But then instead of just filling that time and filling that time on my calendar, I actually said, okay, I'm gonna work on this during this time, but how long is each of these steps gonna take? And so far, it's been that every step has happened quicker. It's been done faster than my actual estimate for it was. And so if I had just only filled the time on the calendar, I would have just like kind of let the work expand into the time and I may not have gotten it done, but instead it's, okay, I'm, I'm getting these things done during this afternoon and here's how long each of them takes. And that's awesome. And so this, this approach of descriptive versus prescriptive productivity, you might find it beneficial. If you say, well, here are the things that I plan to get done. 
during this time period, like this afternoon, et cetera, that's my implementation intention. But then how long is it actually gonna take? And set a timer. Like I have a timer on my computer. I also have a timer sitting here next to me. Um, and, and you can track how long things take and it can be beneficial and it can help you get things done faster. And um, yeah, so that's my recommendation for you today. If you've ever struggled with, or if you've been struggling with prescriptive productivity, like I need to get this stuff done, and oftentimes that can lead to like kind of overwhelming yourself with all the things you need to get done in this time. Maybe try descriptive productivity instead. Here's all the things that I need to get done and here's when I'm planning to work on them. How long is it actually going to take me? And then just describe it, keep track of it in some way and, uh, and see what happens and maybe let me know. All right, so I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets and uh, a, a takeaway here is with all the marketing advice, with all the business and copywriting advice that I give you, with all that knowledge that I'm sharing with you every day in every episode, trying to help you increase your marketing genius one episode at a time, it is worth remembering that knowledge itself is not power. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential. And action, the actions that you take based on that knowledge is what transforms that knowledge into power. So don't forget to check out the link in the description to Small Work, Big Productivity. It's part of my BTMS Insiders training library where you pay one low fee, you get instant streaming access to my entire catalog of training. And uh, that's just one of over 150 hours worth of training that's available there for you to access immediately. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And hey, again, I'm trying to increase your marketing genius uh, one episode at a time. And I think that I've done that here. If you go apply what you've learned about descriptive productivity. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.